just grab them in the brisket. Drives our boat. Uh, next we, gear, dude. For yeah. y'all don't know, uh, we hit record, and we usually pause, kind of go into a little bit of thing. But <laughs> some person was riding a motorcycle and just just revved it all the way up or something. Right, he so just rolling like yeah. freaking third, second gear. Just couldn't like, find the clutch. Right, couldn't find the clutch. It was super funny. He's running like eight thousand RPMs right there, <laughs> twenty miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this ain't Fast and Furious, folks. Here, come on. So welcome to the Grab the Brisket podcast. My name is James, and uh, let's just go around the horn and just give an introduction to the voices that you're going to be hearing. Love it. Uh, so, uh, what's up, my dudes? I'm you just kidding. You little bastard. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey guys, uh, this is Jan, um, your favorite one, if you want to say that or the whatever. Yeah. He's yeah, in the top is, five. This is Jan. Hey, and this is Matt. What is up, my dudes? Okay. This is Alden. I'll be here all night. This is John. I do the majority of the work. Perfect, John. <clears throat> and you're so selfless. <laughs> and this, this is James. I'm, I'm a tourist. I like long walks on the beach. James made it creepy and condescending. Yeah. Again. I mean, not too long. Yeah. yeah. I mean, do you like? Sh- I mean, what is too long? Like short walks, long walks on the beach. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to break a sweat. Well, well here's is the that deal. too long? You're like, I'm sweating now. Well, you jump in the beach and walk back to where I was the the ocean. I don't mind a walk on the beach. We say a long walk. I turn around like you got to come back. Can you see the house that we're in? You got to go back. Where's the hotel? Where's the hotel at? (laughs) I can't see it anymore. Well, you gone too far. You gone too far. You done long walked too long. At this point, I'm probably just gonna like just go with whoever takes me. At that point, do they do they make Ubers out in the ocean that are on jet skis for that reason? Yeah, I think you just invented a new business. Yeah. Album. Uh, check out Kickstarter later. Uh, we're going to be seeking funding for that. Yep. Uber Waters. Uber Waters. <laughs> I like it. Uber Jet Ski. Uber Ski. Somebody just listen to that and go, I just made a million dollars. Right. We're laughing about it and somebody else is rich. <laughs> yeah. It's Jeez. already trademarked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You're welcome. So we got a, a few things planned for you guys. Uh, we have a, a really special guest uh, coming up later in the episode. Uh, we got Captain Ron. Ron Dimflemeyer. Dimflemeyer. I don't know why I have a hard time saying that, but uh, we have him coming up uh, in a short while. Uh, but before we get to that, let's go ahead and get into how's everybody's week been. Can we talk about the beautiful truck at the end of the street? What end? <laughs> Never mind. Let's go over the truck. <laughs> he don't want to talk about it. It's fine. No, it's okay. You're good. You had your chance. Mm-hmm. No, I, I did. Uh, I, I say I. Mandy and I purchased a vehicle on Saturday. Passion Party Mandy. Passion Party Mandy. From all um, the batteries she's been selling. Yeah. She's now gotten to uh, vehicle batteries. So Perfect. Her hey. products, are uh, they've come a long way, man. Hey. Mm-hmm, they've come a long way. Do so, you miss your Fiat? I think I could put the Fiat on the back of that truck. Yeah, actually. Tell them what you got. Man, I got a, uh, a Z71, uh, the Trail Boss package, the LT. Nothing that I ever would have thought I would own. I can say, I can tell you that it's beautiful. It is very. Beautiful. I don't know what that blue is called, that color, but it's fantastic, it's super sexy. Yeah. yeah, I'd do it. Yeah, I try to. 
Well, he's got he's got two tailpipes, Great. buddy. Another muffler all messed up. Yep. <laughs> Is that a banana tailpipe? No, that's just Jan. Yeah. Um, yeah, we did, and uh, I, I love it. I do. I plan on keeping it for the next, you know, 20, 30 years. So hopefully it'll last that long. Yeah, you, you definitely well, bit me with the bug. So yeah. yeah, I mean, for the folks out there listening, I mean, and uh, not just here in Texas, whatever. I'm sure a lot of dealerships are offering like crazy deals right now for you guys to roll out there. Uh, the, the super special financing, the the big money downs, like uh, they're waving, like we're taking like ten grand, fifteen grand off, all that type Absolutely. of stuff. So, mm-hmm. and, hey, if you're in a position, yeah. And you know it's crazy about the you know the purchase this one it was you know because I had so much negative equity in the Fiat you know because when I traded my Hummer in the the vehicle I had previously I traded and broken down so um, obviously I was upside down on that so I rolled all that into the Fiat which when I traded that in I'm upside down but with the rebates everybody they're, they're giving away uh, I was able to just basically wipe all that out and um, basically start fresh I mean. That's fantastic. That is yeah. great. Hey, yeah. It's a great looking truck, dude. Yeah. Be proud of that damn truck. And any dealerships out there looking to uh, sponsor a podcast, I'm really in the market for another truck. So. That's what I'm talking <laughs> yeah, ditto. about. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the bug, my uh, my sister actually went and bought a new Jeep yesterday. I saw that. So mm-hmm. that uh, that bug got her got her bad. So well, To be honest, if you look on your street, there's two trail bosses, right? Yours and then cross street neighbor over here. And then on my street, they went out and bought one as well. Really? Yeah. yeah. What I, color? Uh, kind of red, the, yeah, it's red. Uh, or yeah. Not, nice. It's like more of a burgundy, or, burgundy red. Yeah. Still of a red. I saw it yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's nice. Yeah, it's nice. And Ron? the funny, funny story about that is, um, so our neighbor across the street, his name's Augustine, and uh, he came home with it probably what two, a couple weeks ago or something like that. Yeah, and I saw it, and he told me what he paid for it, and I said, "Hey, man, don't be mad if I show up with the same truck." And I was joking. I really was. And but I showed up with it, and you know, it was like, so I finally saw. Him, I was like, "Hey, man, what, you know, I, I did it." You know what I mean? So, uh, but no, yeah. So I finally got rid of the Fiat. So that thing's gone. That that muffler, I'll never have to see it. You know, steam out with boiling water anymore. So right, R.I.P. Fiat. Yeah, mm. R.I.P. She gone. <laughs> Alan's about to start hanging out the whole other crew now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of vehicles, uh, I spent about half an hour, 45 minutes today with a metal detector in the front yard looking for my son's car keys. Uh, my, my 17-year-old, John John. Luke came out. I told him to go get the keys to the golf cart, and he came back with John John's car keys. He doesn't know what they look like, I guess. And he's swinging them around, and he gets to me, and he's like, oh. These look broken, and basically it was one of them old school keys that has the fob like built into the key. It's half plastic, half actual metal key, right? And just the fob is left there, and the, the metal part of the key is gone. I'm like, <sighs> what happened? Why are you swinging that? I went into all the, all the, um, the expletives. Yep. So Every we spent the one next. Of them? Yeah, all of them. Dad we spent mode. The next, uh, dad mode. You're like. <laughs> Yeah, I was super frustrated, and he was obviously like it wasn't on purpose. He was being a thirteen-year-old, and then of course, like five minutes after we were out there with the metal detector, John John rolls out and is like, "What are you guys doing? I didn't want to go to the gas station." I'm like, "Do you want to take your car?" <laughs> uh, anyway, so we spent the next forty-five minutes with the metal detector in the front yard. We did eventually find him. Where exactly did you find him? On the Just grass. Just in the grass. Yeah, 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 yeah. In between the sidewalk and buried. the street. Six feet deep, <laughs> right? <laughs> Basically, like we we spent some time. We went over the whole lawn, and then we went on the other lawn, and then we came back to the the first side we were on, 
Uh, we looking found on the them. roof. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what else did you find? A penny. Penny. Uh, an earring, earring. A pencil. There was a lot of other stuff, but it was too deep. I didn't want to dig for it. Anyways, could be valuable, man. That's how my afternoon went. <laughs> Wasn't a new truck. No, <laughs> it was half a Lexus key. Yeah, that's freaking fantastic. So today I was like, I was just going through the uh, the interwebs, uh, the the Twitter and all that good stuff. So came across a couple of things. So I was like, okay. So first off the bat, Pentagon has released three videos of UFOs. I saw this. Have you guys seen this? Yes. I have not seen this. James. I didn't see it. And people think UFOs, they immediately think aliens. Aliens. It yeah. just means something. They don't it's, know what it is. It's right? But it's definitely right. aliens. Yep. Yeah, they're, okay. they're not confirming or denying whether it's aliens or not. I don't know. I'm just saying um, 2020 is a weird time that we're living in. And also, I just saw that um, off the coast of uh, Southern California, you have a lot of like blue waves that are crashing into the coast. Do they not usually have blue waves in Southern California? It seems like that would be where blue waves go. No, we're talking like luminescent glow-in-the-dark waves. Well, that just sounds badass. I'm Again, not really sure aliens. what what that's about. Uh, and maybe maybe it's something to do with the uh, the the times that we're living in right now, with the 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 shutdowns and the supposedly the, the, and, the, oh, okay. the CO two the less pollution, the less pollution, or making like animals and things and people do do weird stuff or whatever. So maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. I'm sure it does. You know, because like even like I, I mean, did we talk about it the other day? I don't think so. But like in in Italy, you know. Well, the freaking dolphins and stuff that are coming through those channels where the you know the boat tours or the tour rides would go through and stuff like that. Taking the nothing, gondola, they, they, yeah. they finally cleared up because they've been churned right. so many times. Right, they've been churned right? so much. Yeah, so, but now they're clearing up. So oh yeah, dolphins are and, going. And now they're coming in there. Yeah. yeah, that's weird. It is. Which is. It's actually good. It's cool, right? Right. Yeah. I wonder what the if the river walks. Well, no, nobody's ever in the river walk, but <laughs> hey, still. yeah, that's in San Antonio. Yeah, dolphins. They back drain to San that. We don't want to know what's down there. <laughs> oh, no, they they drain that <laughs> shit multiple times. Uh, it's disgusting. Uh, either a year or once a year, or whatever. They find some crazy shit. Maybe we'll do an episode on the shit that they find there. <laughs> I uh, like the river walk. It's yeah, very no, nice. It's fun. Yeah, yeah it's I'm, very nice. I'm so supposed to be there uh, this month, next month, May twentieth or whatever. Um, it's probably canceled. Mm, I'm yeah. sorry. So what, other, what other stuff is notably notably canceled for you guys? You know, that was coming up, and it still may be out three months from now that you still like, eh, I don't know if it's going to happen. Concerts, obviously, for us. Con- concerts, conferences, uh, really just big social gathering. I mean, it's still all going to be canceled. Sure. One yeah. of my best friends was getting married this uh, month, and they ended up canceling that, and then they ended up just getting married in their backyard with, you know, had a... Uh, mm. Official come over just in the backyard. I think they had like their parents there. Just really did the wedding. They're Somebody still going to have like a or... wedding ceremony le- well, later. It but saved just them get so it. much money, right? It did. Oh, it did. Yeah. Yes, for sure. So, kudos to them. Did they have a shotgun wedding? No. Is she pregnant? <laughs> what is a shotgun wedding? By the yeah, way, it's she's, when you're pregnant. She's pregnant. Is that when? Yeah, yeah. and the, and the, the dad's hey, like, dad's they, like, nah, you fixing <laughs> to marry her? Yeah, <laughs> somebody's getting married. I don't. Yeah, it doesn't work for me. But yeah, I get it. No. Yeah. So I this week's been good. I my week's been okay. It's been you know it's month end and whatever else. 
But can we talk about this weekend for a second? I will say this. This Jan, past weekend? Jan yes. was my biggest fan when we were at the car dealership. I, I think he was more excited oh for goodness. us to buy the truck than Jan I Jan FaceTimed him. I don't know if you remember this, Jan. Jan was drunk. <laughs> Jan FaceTimed everybody. <laughs> I did FaceTime everybody. Did you FaceTime yourself? Yeah. No, Jan Trey rolled that. into my bedroom like <laughs> 10 o'clock at night. And no. I was downstairs, I and I, was... my wife was like, uh, Jan... You need to go downstairs. I don't think <laughs> John's I just downstairs. Up there. I think I called her. Yeah, yeah. No, she did say that. You were actually on FaceTime with her, I think, like the okay. whole time. So she knew you were coming up the stairs, but it was still like super weird. Um, yeah, I'm. Hey. Yeah, you should make a U-turn here in yeah. the, uh, no, the loft no. area. <laughs> yeah, that's super great. I love it. Yeah. Oh, um, no, I, I was. I definitely. You know what did it? The alcohol. <laughs> definitely the alcohol. But blame it on the alcohol. Yep. Uh, so I I swapped over to, to drinking uh, these these lighter beers, right? What kind of beer? I don't want to say it too. You drank truly called Trulies. That's not a beer, bro. <laughs> it's a malt liquor, I think. It's a seltzer. But mm, seltzer. It's a oh female drink. God, it was so flipping bad. Like I, guys, I got so <laughs> smashed. Like I'm not even sure I wore a shirt most of the time. Your like, shirt was unbuttoned quite a bit, and you stood so close to me. Like there was like seven times I was like, "Bro, back up." My back car up. salesman. Get my car salesman you. saw your uh, your abdominal area. Car salesman <laughs> did more than once. That's yeah. weird. You get a discount yeah. for that. So <laughs> that would charge me more. I'll take a thousand dollars off if you stop showing me that. <laughs> right. So I, this thing. So Sunday, I took it easy. I was like, "Man, I got you know." Amy and I just hung out in the front yard. Um, had a great time. You still got crunk that day. I remember you posted the picture of the sky, and then you showed up later that night, and you were schnockered. Uh, I probably was probably a little bit inebriated. <laughs> nothing about like what in the previous day or anything like that. Um, probably had a good. Probably had like, I don't know, four or five drinks. Yeah, right? you would have probably blown like a eight. No, I'm not blowing Damn. anybody. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, but I will say. Um, it took me a, it took, so I so Matt and I were talking earlier and, and it's one of those things like if you drink and for me if I drink and I have to wake up the next day and like go to work or something I for some reason I wake up so early so I get up at three o'clock in the morning on Monday morning and I could not go back to sleep mm. could that not, sucks. and that's it's the worst feeling yeah. worst so I'm like what do I do now if I do this on a Friday night I'll sleep like a baby and I wake up at eight or nine whatever doesn't matter. 7.30, I feel great. Not at 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock's rough. Yeah. Speaking of that, did y'all hear a house to shake earlier this morning like mine did? With that thunder strike? Yeah, that was that lightning else. strike? They yeah. I was lost, up for about an hour. They lost power. Oh, uh, you lost, lost power? power? No. I didn't lose power, but no, Not I was here, up for about an hour. They crossed like, the strip over here. They Dude, lost that thing power. was close. They, they lost power. Well, really? it wasn't just, yeah. I mean, well, it was power, but it was more like um, uh, just high wind. That front that came in. Uh, they measured the winds up to like fifty plus miles an hour. Dude, there's there's limbs. Yeah, uh, as soon as that front moved, that, that front wall yeah. just like boom. It was like my house is like kind of rattling a little bit. Like yeah, that one this morning. Like, yeah, it was. I don't remember exactly what time it was, but it woke me up and just like. Yep. And my oldest, my oldest Madison, she woke up. She's like, nope. And she came into bed with us, and now we're four deep in my queen size bed. You know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah. I so slept the whole nice. damn thing. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, as we alluded to in the beginning of the show, we're going to bring on our special guest, Captain Ron, 2020 
North Florida. South Florida. I thought it said North. No, South Florida. Egg champion. Mm Mm-hmm. Ambassador of Green Egg. All that good stuff. So we're going to bring him on and and have a little uh, interview with the guy. Absolutely. Here he comes. We're uh, lucky enough to be joined by... Uh, Ron Dippelmeyer uh, goes by Captain Ron on Instagram and I think most social media. Um, and we, hey, we appreciate you tuning along and giving us a chance to get a face to face, a chat to chat. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Hey, so one question uh, I think John uh, had brought up. Uh, uh, so, where did we get the name Captain Ron? Um, you know, it's kind of funny. It all started when I got my very first email. I had a uh, I had a boat, a, a well-crafted scarab. It was a 30-foot. It was, it was called a 302. And um, I guess from the movie, all my friends called me Captain Ron. So that just kind of became my email. It was Captain Ron 302. And I just, it just sort of stuck. So I don't know. It doesn't mean anything other than that. That's nothing too exciting. Nice. Hey, nice. it's a good movie. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's got the name Ron in it. How bad can it be? Right. <laughs> so uh, – <laughs> How are you navigating this whole new world that we're living in right now with the the quarantines and the the social distancing and all that good stuff? Yeah, we're doing okay. You know, luckily I had uh, had two freezers full of food from the start, so uh, we've had a uh, had plenty of meats to cook, and and um, you know we're just we're unfortunately we're neither one of us are working now through this thing right now, so we're we're home every day. We've uh, caught up on every Netflix binge watching thing there is, and. Uh, um, yeah, you know, we got to spend some time. Um, got to spend some time with the kids and, and just do some things we wouldn't normally be doing. So we've we, we've been making the best out of it. Nice. Yeah. Any any yeah. movies? Any uh, that you would recommend or oh, a Ozark. series? If you haven't watched Ozark, you got to watch Ozark. Okay, killer movie. Yeah. Really, I, I keep out. hearing about that. I've never seen that yet. Series. Jason Bateman's incredible in this. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. You, you like him, then you hate him, then you like him again. It's it's different. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, but it's funny that girl Ruth that's in there. Um, I just saw her in another movie. I just kept expecting every other word out of her mouth to be the F word, you know. Right, right, <laughs> yes, yes, right. So, so, so my name is Jan. Of course, from the brisket. I'm James's twin brother. Uh, we look almost identical, uh, to be honest with you. No, we don't. Not uh, even close. It's, 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 it's like uh, it's like the movie. Uh, I'll, ana- I'll put an analogy out there, like the movie Twins. James is Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm the Danny DeVito, so uh, which is fantastic. It doesn't matter. So uh, it's very humble of you to say that. Yeah, it's, it is. I, I can't lie. So that's that's kind of how it is. Um, so I, I know that you're really big into uh, the green eggs, and yeah. to be honest yep. with you, I've I've only I've, we've got a family member that actually has one. So I've we we did some fajitas on it one time. I was like, oh, okay, this is really cool. Um, and past that, I really don't know much about these uh, ceramic cookers or how they're cooked or uh, the cook-offs or anything else. But um, really, one of the things I, I really wanted to ask out of this was I, I heard you did a you were a finalist or you, you won. Yeah, twenty twenty uh, North Florida uh, champion. Yep. Yeah, they have um, you know um, big green egg dealers basically around the country hold uh, what's called an egg fest. And they, they pre-sell a bunch of demo eggs. Then we show up and, and um, cook our food and serve a sample of food to people all day long. And um, and they get, you know, like two voting coins. So if they're, I think that that one, there was 40 teams or something like that. So they get two voting coins. They get to vote for their favorite uh, 
their favorite bite of food for the day, and, and we we crushed it at that one, man. We we <laughs> we, we we had a pretty pretty strong victory at that. That was pretty really really pretty cool. I've been in a bunch of them. That was the first one I won. Hey, Ron. So Matt here. I was wondering at those uh, egg fest. Is it is it just an all open category? Are there certain like meat entries that you have to provide? You could you could do anything you want. A lot of people cook three and four different things throughout the day. You know. Um, um, we did that day, that particular day. We just did one thing all day long. We had prime New York strip roasts, and we were. Um, I was cooking with Fogo Charcoal, and uh, the, I was cooking with them in their booth actually. And um, and we were just using his rub and and coating the whole roast, re, uh, reverse searing it. But we were cutting it into steaks and re, uh, reverse searing caveman style for everybody to look at. And I, I, I think that <laughs> I think that the show of that kind of helped us get some votes for sure. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah, I mean, but, there, but there's everything from breakfast to desserts that people make on the eggs there at the Egg Fest. It's pretty cool. That does make it pretty cool. Uh, okay, uh, John here, I'm going to switch gears a little bit. So we just finished up our brisket series. And uh, uh-huh. so we, we talked about everything brisket, basically. But like Jan said, we don't have a ton of experience with these eggs. So I started wondering, right. like, is there some differences when you're working with an egg doing a big piece of meat like a brisket as opposed to, you know, we do a lot of offsets and pellets and even Weber's, but yeah, there's one thing that's, um, one thing that's, that's really different is, you know, everybody's got their own theory on fat cap up or fat cap down, you know, and with the Kamado style cookers, like the big green egg, um, I always found that most people have also found it better to have the fat cap on the bottom for that, because what you have is you have a you have your heat source directly below the piece of meat. So you've got a deflector shield in there called a convector, which is, which is ceramic. So that thing really heats up pretty good. And, you know, by the time the brisket's done 12, 14 hours, um, if, if you get the fat cap up, that bottom layer of that brisket is going to be not so great. You know, you, you don't wind up okay. cutting that off and you lose a lot of flavor right there. So um, that's one thing about the Kamados is that, is, is that the, the, the fat cap debate is, is not really a debate too much. So... Yeah, I think yeah, we're in the same same boat with you. We're pretty we're much fat cap. We're fat cap down kind of guys still. Is that right? Yeah, cool. See, I knew I, I knew we got along from the beginning, right there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's going on, Ron? This is Alden, man. Um, you know, speaking of the the time and stuff like that, do you typically, you know, cook longer? You know, as far as the brisket goes on those, as opposed to maybe like an eight hour smoke or something like that. Well, you know, it, it, it all depends, really. You know, you guys know as well as I do that you cook two. 15 pound briskets one's going to be done in 10 hours one's going to be ready in 14 hours it's just craziness but um you know i, I try and cook uh, my briskets usually around 250 i'm doing one tomorrow as a matter of fact i mean today today the the, the um pastrami i did was a full packer you know so it was, it was really a brisket it was just a, a, a corned beef brisket um that took uh, that was about 12 hours 12, 12 13 hours you know and uh, at, at 250 so you know it, it, it's it, it varies, but it, it's not it's not really too much different. You know, three two hundred and fifty degrees is two hundred fifty degrees no matter what cookie you're using, you know. Very true. Yep. No, so I, one thing that's neat about the the one thing that's neat about the Kamados is that because of their shape, it kind of works as a convection. The, the hot air comes up around the out come, you know, comes up around the outside like that. And um, it, it it really you got a nice even cook that way because the top is getting just as much heat as the bottom is really. So, so when you say Kamado, you're just referring to the style of pit? Yeah, it's the style, like the egg-shaped cookers, you yeah. know, the ceramic egg-shaped cookers. Because um, I was going to ask you, because I've, I've seen a couple of different, I guess you would say, brands out there, and one is called Kamado. And, I, and I was gonna, one of the questions yeah. that I had for you was, what 
for big green egg if for for a novice or somebody that's getting into the ceramic cookers well, i mean what set separates big green egg from the other kamado style uh ceramic cookers i mean are there that many differences um there's subtle differences you know um one thing big green egg is the original all right um um jack started importing these things from japan um back in 1973 or 74 or something like that and um and started bringing them in from there and then decided to make make his own so we big green egg is the originator of it um you know you're always going to get some copies and there's some you know there's some really good quality copies out there and they're and they're good cookers too you know um but big green egg is the originator um we I say we because I, I cook for their ambassador team, um, so I, I just say we. <laughs> but yeah. um, you know, we, we we came up with the original thicknesses of the walls, and I mean, there's the shape and the, and the whole design really was was made by Big Green Egg. So you know, some others have come along and, and done some things and taken what maybe some people might consider the weak spots and, and improved upon them. You know, but um, but we're still going, still number one Kamado Kamado style cooker out there, and that's what it is, it's Kamado style. That's the name, the name of the like the, the the because of the shape and everything. It's called the Kamado cooker. That's why. Okay. So, hey Ron, when did you uh, transition, you know, over to uh, those style of cookers as opposed to? I mean, did you start out an offset and stuff like that? Yeah, I, I had I had an offset. I had a big trailer offset. Um, I knew nothing about smoking meats at all, and I got this big two hundred and fifty gallon offset. And oh my god, talk about creosote burgers, man! It was it was uh, <laughs> it was bad. It, it was <laughs> that's bad fantastic. Meat, you know? The whiter the smoke, the better, you know, and um, it was just bad. So um, through a, let's just say a relationship change that I had, um, I wound up not with my with my big grill anymore. And um, I, I, I moved out and, and I, I wound up just having not limited amount of room. So I bought one of those stand-up, um, I can't remember the name, it's one of those red bullet type, type smokers, you know. Mm-hmm. A Brink, it was a Brinkman actually. And uh and so I got back into it with that, and I, I just always wanted an egg because the big green egg is. I just I knew it was a great cooker, and and, uh, and that's kind of how I got into. That's how I made that transition into that. And it, it, once I once I really started using it, there's no going back. I have a couple other types, but really my main one is my eggs. So how many eggs do you have? I know you've got a bunch. Yeah, I have five now. Um, oh, I have man. two. I have two larges. I have an extra large. I have one that's portable. It's called the Mini Max, and I have one that's uh, back in 1998. Big Green Egg ran a limited production of Blue um, Big Green Eggs. Uh, they ran 198 of them, and I happened to be able to. I stumbled across one of those and bought it um, a couple of years ago. So I have a blue one, but that one does not get used because <laughs> if you break something, there's no replacing the parts on it. So mm. I have four usable and one that's a showpiece. Hey, <laughs> showpiece. Hey, Ron, for the for the people <laughs> the listening along, so the XL Egg. How much uh, meat will that hold? Um, I've cooked 75 pounds of pork butt on it at one time. Okay. Wow. That, wow. That, you know, yeah. 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 Now, you know, they were packed on there pretty good, but it was on, on two different levels. I have, I have a, a multi-level uh, cooking system inside my XL, and so it was two layers of cooking. But, yeah, 75 pounds that was all in one shot. So you're about like six, you're seven pork butts on there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Damn. I could fit. I could fit easily. I could fit two, you know, good sized pack of briskets on there too, okay. just on one layer. Yeah. yeah, I would think it's like almost like since it's like a vertical. This is Jan again. Um, you call me Devito today if y'all want. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so I would think like is it like 
almost like the more you're packing on uh, or the more the more you're putting on the pit, um, since it is so, I guess the ceramic heats up around it. You have the ceramic plate below it, so it's so energy efficient. Um, yeah. I, I guess does it does it help regulate that heat uh, in the in that pit to where you're not having to their fluctuations reach a 250 or is it once you set it it just it's there. Once you set it, once I set it, I, I can get that thing burning at 250. You know, I, after a while you figure out your vent settings and things like that. And I can I can get that thing to 250. And like tonight, I'm going to cook a brisket. I'm gonna actually going to put that brisket on tonight when I go to bed. Um, I can I will sleep soundly through the night knowing that when I wake up tomorrow morning, that thing's still going to be at 250. And if I don't open it at 8 o'clock tomorrow night, that thing will still be burning at 250 degrees. I've got to get wow. one of these. Yeah, you're right. making me you're making me want an egg, Ryan. I tell you what, they're super efficient. You know, I'm I'm not one of those guys. Look, I I love my eggs. They're, they're, I, there's no secret about that. But I'm not one of those guys that that's like, oh, you're either cooking on this or you're wrong. You know, what I mean, and cook on whatever you whatever everybody likes. You know, but they are super efficient. You know, a lot of guys. You know, I know guys with, with stick burners that they just they can't imagine cooking without the process of maintaining the fire and that and everything like that. You know, I want to go to sleep sometime too, man. You know. <laughs> Yeah, you're you're actually. Uh, I mean, so the big debate that we've had in the past is like uh, offset cooker or we, we, you know the big ugly drums. That's a big thing right now. Everybody's buying yeah. an ugly drum or whatever. Yep. Um, and then you know there's John that comes out with this uh, this Traeger thing, right? And yeah, I came out with that. That was me. Well, for, the, for for the for our group or whatever. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really just kind of pushed it upon us, you know. Every time we, he's cooking stuff, here, come try this. Here, come try this. And you know what? I, I'm not saying he he cooks really good. I know he does. It, it produces good food. I know it does. Uh, it's just something about turning the dial, and yeah. and then and then watching these pellets just feed through an auger, oh. right? Or something a little more cavemanish, where you have the you know you have a, a good fire down there and a bed of coals. Like I'm all about that, and I, that's why yeah. I really relate to to this big green egg versus uh, the the Traeger, really. Yeah, yep, yeah, I hear you. Um, I don't have a pellet grill. I know I, I have some buddies that cook on them, and and I'll tell you what, man, they produce some really good food. I know it. they do. It's like a convection you know, so, oven in there. So, but but yeah, I mean, you know, it's you know, again, it goes to the level to me. It goes to the level of, of work that you want to put into it. You know. Some people have a lot of time and a ton of time to maintain the fire and stuff. And some guys come home from work and, and they got to throw something on or, or they got to have it going all day. And, you know, it, it's a great way for, for a lot of people to get out and do some smoking and do some cooking that normally would not be doing it, you know. And um, I, th I think that's pretty cool. I, I personally, you know, once I did figure out my stick burn, my offset, I, I, I enjoyed that a lot. Um, but, you know, even with the, with the egg, I'm not – running briquette charcoal in it you know it's strictly lump charcoal so it's really i mean really which is just singed wood yeah so I, i'm i'm in essence still making a fire or you know i'm using i don't use there's no lighter fluid will ever go near an egg and um you know so you still are maintaining a fire and, and once you got but but it is it is a lot easier than than you know you're an offset or something like that you know? right so it's kind of an in-between to me it's sort of an in-between now I, I think whenever i can just Give a little a jab to uh, John over here. Nah, I, here. I try to do yeah. it, so <laughs> I, I've definitely yeah. I've, I've tried to cook so, on so the you're triggers. Saying you don't plug. You don't have to plug in your offset. Is that what you're telling? That's that's exactly what I'm saying. There's no what there's the no cord is, for it. What the heck is a jackery, right? Uh, <laughs> hey, you don't you don't have to respond to Jan. I'm going to edit all his uh, his parts <laughs> out. So. Uh, that's funny. so some of your cook offs, you're in Florida. 
I know here we have like the IBCA um, is one. Right. Um, there's not really a, uh, a presence. There's, there is north of Houston. You'll see more of a presence for the, for the Kansas City or right. the KCBS. Um, but for, for your area, what's, what's a, a, a judging body that, that y'all kind of use or have in front of y'all? Well, there's KCBS down here. Okay. Um, there's SCA. You know, so they, they've got those. I, I, I've only competed in one sanctioned event. That was the uh, KCBS. And actually, was, uh, actually I, I talked to you guys about it a little bit. I think it was the, the kosher. Yep. Uh, it was a kosher event, you know, which was a little bit different. But it was pretty cool. Um, I enjoyed it. I, I'm probably planning on doing a couple this year. I, well, I mean, we were planning on doing a couple this year. I don't know what's, what the future is going to hold here. But, um, but, yeah, it's something I'd like to do a little bit more of. I was going to cook in, a, in an SCA steak off. Uh, steak cook-off the hell of the day after North Florida Egg Fest and at the same location and um, I stuck around for it and I'd never done it before I, I'd studied up on how to do it um, I wish I would have because it would it looked like it would have been something that was real fun to do oh yeah, yeah we, we've seen a couple yeah. of those around here we've been talking about uh, the same we, thing yes without yeah. a doubt because they're so quick and you know you're not spending all day out there whatever and I like spending the time but yeah um, sometimes it's it's cool just to you know, be out there for, you know, probably a half a day or a few hours just going through the motions and, and, and getting through a cook-off that way. So we're definitely looking sure. at doing doing some of those. You know, uh, Ron, you know, we have a few questions that we ask uh, some of the guests that, that appear on our show. Uh, one of them sure. is, like, and I know we have a couple of them, but one of them is, like, um, what was it that got you into cooking barbecue? Was there a specific moment or something that's, like, the the barbecue bug just like bit you and like okay this is it this is what I'm gonna I'm gonna do. You know I, I don't really know it's it's kind of funny I've asked that before I can't really pinpoint it down to any one certain time or, or anything like that but um, my first job that I ever had really was a was working in a pizzeria in New York and I just fell in love with cooking period yeah. you know and I was doing a lot of inside cooking and I, and I love barbecue food I mean I, I you know going out for eat i want to go to a good barbecue place which as you guys know can be hard to find mm. um so i said once i once i learned some something about cooking a bit i said well let me try tackling this and then my first uh, my first cook i think was pretty much of a disaster you know um, we, i was feeding shoe leather to my family and i said no wait a second now this is i kind of i think i kind of took it on as a challenge and, and that's really where it, where i kind of developed into yeah that's i mean it's pretty much just like everybody i mean we all uh when I guess maybe certain people have that that family member or whatever that kind of like teaches them or inspires them. Uh, I know we've had a little bit of that, but I know growing up, I mean, in the the later years of ours, I mean, it's trial and error. I mean, we I remember like many burnt chickens and dry chickens, <laughs> and uh, yeah. it, it, it's okay. Just put a little more barbecue sauce on it. it it'll be good. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of fails, uh, do you have a barbecue fail that you can share? Yeah, I've got a couple. <laughs> I got a couple. Of them. We all do. Uh, Wait, we got time. The one, the, the one that the one that really hits me the most is, and most of the people wouldn't, most people that ate it wouldn't have considered it to be a barbecue fail. But my sister got married a couple of years ago, and she said, she said, you know, as a wedding present, I really love if you would cater our. Um, our rehearsal dinner for us, you know, and, and I said, well, what do you want? You know, we want pulled pork and we want brisket and we want this. And, oh, okay, good. So there I am and I went out and got some nice prime briskets and everything, you know, and I cooked that up and I did everything I normally do and I started cutting it up and it was just crumbling and it was just dry and it was just terrible, you know. 
and I'm there like all embarrassed and feeling just so crappy about it, you know. And then uh, at the end of the weekend, like the whole her husband's whole family go come into like, just so you know, that is some of the best food we've ever eaten in our lives. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm there like beating myself up over it and everything, and everybody seemed to really enjoy it. So I said, boy, oh man. You know, if, if I would have given them the super moist brisket, they'd probably be like, ew, what's this all juicy, gross stuff? <laughs> <Right. laughs> yeah. yeah. But that, I thought that was, I was getting a kick out of that one. The one that I thought was my worst fail wound up being probably my best success, really. Yeah, yeah. I, I tell you what, we, we are all, all our worst critics. Like, I Amen. Mean, I, I've heard multiple stories from multiple people, and we've been in the same boat where you, you overcooked something a little bit, and they're like, hey, this is. You should open up your own restaurant. This is, this yeah, is so good. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's and, kind of funny. Even at home, even at home, the same way, you know, my, my kids, my girlfriend, they're all like, they're like, okay, what's wrong with it? We love it. What's wrong with it? <laughs> like, well, I probably couldn't use a little more of this or that. Or I needed a little more time. Uh, yeah. Okay. We knew something. Yeah. But we are definitely our own worst critics. So, so one of the things that, um, that we, we do on our, on our podcast, and I don't know if you, you know, it come, it'll come later. Uh, usually, it's like our ninety-second beer reviews where we do a grade and whatever else. And um, one of the things that, that has happened from that is now at my house when I when I cook something, my family grades it, and it's the <laughs> most worst thing I think I've ever started. And so, uh, I mean, it's gotten to point where uh, like my, my daughter was like, uh, "That's a six point one." I'm like, oh, "Quit." <laughs> Quit telling me what, what it is. And so I made something the other day, and my son, without even asking or saying anything else, he was just like, that's a seven. <laughs> um, I didn't ask your opinion. I don't want it every time, you know? So it's, I got I to I turn my volume down. I don't want my family to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. What about you? That's you mentioned funny. being in New York, uh, working in a restaurant, doing a, a in a pizzeria or whatever. Any uh, pizza fails or restaurant fails? Oh God, pizza fails! Just you know, <laughs> pizzas. Pizzas one of those things. Now, now the egg is great for making pizzas on. It's really great for making pizzas on. Then about every third one or so, to me, just uh, the bottom is burnt to a crisp or something else wrong, or I can't get it off the peel. Right? I mean, there's just always something. <laughs> um, there's just always something with pizza, you know. So. Um, nothing in particular comes to mind, but yeah, there's just always something. It's usually when there's a crowd, you know, that's usually what happens. <laughs> exactly. Well, Have I, you ever made a pizza at any of those cook-offs? Um, I haven't, no, but, um, but I know a bunch of people that have. There's a, there's a guy out there um, in Cortland who owns a company called uh, Pizza-Porta, Pizza Porta, and it's a, it's actually a thing that fits into the egg and insert, and uh, just it helps maintain the temperature even. Because you got to remember with these eggs, every time you open it, you're giving more oxygen to the fire. So every time you open it, mm. you're getting that fire hotter and hotter. So when you're starting with a 500 degree fire and you start opening it and closing it, and making pizzas, all of a sudden you're at a thousand degrees and you can't cook anything. Well, that that thing that he makes allows it to stay the constant temperature all day. So he serves them all day long, man. He's got he's got a line longer than anybody else every single time. Huh. Mm. Yeah. I'm I'm really falling more and more in love yes. with this uh, these Kamado style uh, cookers. To be honest with you, exactly. I, I, I tell you, man, give it a shot. You know, they're, they're I'm I mean, obviously I'm sold on them. That's he's got to get one of these yeah. fest yeah. and pick what? up one of these discounted ones, right? Yeah, right. Hey, Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, I, I know it. I know it. Uh, so I am a huge. Uh, 
pizza head, right? I love pizza. Uh-huh. Um, I, I, I make my own dough. Uh, we'll, I went and bought a pill and I, 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 I try to toss pizzas. I'm trying, I'm always trying to just come up with a perfect little pizza recipe and everything else. Uh, but yep. being from New York and I do like New York style pizza. Um, if you had to pick a place, uh, in New York, where would you, where's the best pizza in New York? It's on Long Island. It's in a, it's in a town where I grew up called Hop Hog, and it's called Branchinelli's. You got to get a corner slice of their Sicilian pie. It's out. Of, it's just out of this world. Branchinelli's. <laughs> okay, there it is. We're on our way. Long Island, yeah. New York. <laughs> there yep. it is. It's outstanding. Uh, so I, I I've been getting to go there about two three times a year for work, and literally we'll land in the city. And I'll drive it an hour out to Hop Hog and go there, go directly from the airport to that place and get their pizza every single time. It's <laughs> that good. No, that's amazing. I, I love it. I love it. So I, I, I watch like a lot of like, you know, YouTube and, and people that go out and try different pizza restaurants and everything else. And so I'm always, always listening for one. And my wife will fly uh, to New York probably uh, three or four times a year. And I'm always trying to like, hey, go eat pizza right here and tell me how it was. <laughs> you know, go over here. You know, uh, so yeah, I'm always, I'm always trying to find out. What's your thought yeah. on Chicago deep dish? You know what? It's good. It, it's really good. And I'm not just saying that because my girlfriend who's standing five feet away from me is from Chicago. No, it's good. It's different. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a New York pizza guy, but, um, but it's something different. You know, to me, it's like saying, well, How's that hamburger compared to that chicken breast? You know what I mean? It's just two totally different things. Right, but the hamburger's better. Both. Yeah, you bet. Right. <laughs> hey, Ron, what's uh, what's your beer of choice, man, when you're eating pizza? You gotta uh, have you beer and pizza, I really right? I, I really don't drink. I, um, I, I kind of just phased out. I just don't really drink beer anymore. I, I, everybody asks me that all the time. Like, you don't drink beers? <laughs> How can you do barbecue and not drink beers? One of those things. <laughs> That's probably why you're winning, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why I don't drink beer because I just don't win anything. Maybe that's why. <laughs> All right, so Ron, uh, we really do appreciate you coming on and doing this show with us. Hopefully we can get you back uh, on more of a kind of reoccurring role uh, to kind of give us an updates on what's going on with the Kamado-style cookers and just hey, whatever else is going in Ron's world. Anytime. I would love to. I really appreciate you guys having me. Thank you really so much. It's, it's, a, it's a pleasure. I, I really enjoy it. And, and also, uh, Ron, can you go ahead and, and plug your, your Instagram and your, your, your social media sites? I know you're on a couple of different ones. Sure. Yep. Um, on Instagram, it's CaptainRon302, which is not spelled out. i, I got to make even that difficult. It's C-P-T-N-R-O-N-302. Uh, um, on Facebook, I run a actually big green egg group called Big Green Eggers of South Florida. Um, and on YouTube, I have a YouTube channel called What's Cooking with Captain Ron. Nice. Okay, you got awesome. some killer videos on there too. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We're having fun. This pastrami I'm doing today is is, is for one too. You know what? One of the, one of the things I really love about barbecue is the community itself. Like you know, um, John on here. Um, you know, he we we teamed up real early on in my Instagram. I'm I'm just coming up on two years on Instagram right now, but um, you know, John John kind of took me in. We we kind of had a little group of guys there and, and some women. Denny was in there, and uh, you know, just just through that and through all these different things like this pastrami. I'm doing YouTube video, and then it's going to be uh, uh, I don't know if you know who Grill Girl Robin is, but she asked me to write right. a uh, a thing for her blog for that thing. You know, it's just 
all the different things that the people that you meet and the way it just all comes around. It's just, it's just such a great community, you know. Really is. I love. It. I love it. Yeah, we're, we're here um, grabbing the brisket. We're a big proponent of just being outside and just cooking. Whether you're cooking on a an egg or an offset or a gas grill, I mean, just just the camaraderie, just the familyness of of just being together. I mean, that's what we're all about. No doubt. Yep. yep. I love it. Your work ever brings you to to Houston? You gotta hit us up. Definitely. Yeah, I, I will. I was actually there uh, for a short time over Christmas time. I, I was gonna try and look it up, but uh, I wound up coming in one night and leaving the next day. So, uh, but uh, but yeah, I love that area. I've been there quite a few times. So um, I wind up there. I'll definitely be hitting you guys up for sure. Yeah, we get you on. We'll get you on live, man. Like here with us. Yeah. You know what I mean? That'd be awesome. Very cool. All right. Appreciate it, Ron. Stay safe. We'll talk to you later. Yep, y'all too. Thanks so much again for having me. Appreciate Peace, it. Yes, sir. Peace out, brother. Bye. Yep, bye. Dude, that was a solid interview with Captain Ron, dude. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, he's he's funny. Yeah, he was very personable, uh, very humble. Um and, and yeah, it it was a great was easy interview. Yeah, well I think he made you know it easy I mean? for us. Yeah, easy for you know us I mean? for sure. Because mm-hmm. we're not really that great at doing this, and I think we're probably getting hopefully Speak get better. for yourself. Well, John's really great at this, <laughs> but I'm not. Uh but he definitely made it easy for us, so yeah. Yeah, as he alluded to, check out his social media, check out his YouTube videos, check out his Instagram and all that stuff. Uh, He's got a lot of quality content uh, that you guys can learn from, so we appreciate that. And then not just while you're checking his stuff out, go and check ours out as well. And maybe Alden can just give the guys the business of what's what is up with my dudes. I think I took last week off kind of a little bit. You certainly tried to. Uh, I tried to. You know, I was like, holy moly, I'm here. I'm not here. You know what I mean? If you were a first time listener last week, we're sorry. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, my dudes? Again, man, there's plenty of ways to get a hold of us. You know, Twitter is at grab the brisket, Facebook and Instagram, both one and the same, at grab them in the brisket, and our. Your web addresses are up, and uh, they're both kind of the same deal as our, you know, the difference between our Facebook and Instagram. Um, you can find us at www.grabthemandthebrisket.com, or you can find us at www.grabthebrisket.com. Both places will take you to the same spot, man. You can find our merchandise there. I hope you guys are buying, because our shit is solid. Mm-hmm. For real, yeah. And you can uh, also email us, grabthebrisket at gmail.com. But honestly... All of that stuff he just said, you will find on our website. Grabthebrisket.com. That's the easiest way to find us. Grabthebrisket.com. So, questions on the uh, Big Green Egg or the Kamado-style um, cookers out there, guys? I would actually want to know how much those blue ones would retail for now. Because there's only, how many say? 128? 198? 198? Yeah. 198? Yeah. yeah, I have no idea. That would have to be yeah, a, a research project right yeah. there. Yeah, at that point, nobody, I mean, you're still cooking on it. If you know there's only that many. Yeah, he, he said, said he's, he's not. not. But honestly, right. those things aren't cheap when they're new. So sure. I imagine if it's collectible, it's probably even more expensive. So right. it's, <laughs> it's just a, a piece of furniture at that point. It's a collector's it, item, I guess. A, it's an yeah. antique. Yeah. At some, it's an antique. Yeah. Basically. But that's pretty cool, though, man, that he got hold of one of those. You know what I mean? For real. The one drawback that I would say, the durability on transporting these guys. Yeah, you have to be careful. I've seen a you lot of... You have to be careful because these things are made out of ceramic. Yep. I mean, it's... 
Very true. Uh, yeah, they have break. to be strapped down. I've seen multiple, even uh, people at work or whatever, I've seen multiple people, like, all it takes is just one little crack. And yeah. Done. That's probably one of the reasons he said at the competitions, they just have them there for them to cook yeah, exactly. on. Exactly. You know, Nobody wants to transport. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. if you remember, you know, Brian was getting rid of his, and uh, his were built into a bar in his backyard, mm-hmm. and, and uh, my cousin Ryan ended up buying them. I kicked myself every day for not buying those yeah God dang it that was yeah such actually he bought one and his neighbor bought the other one but um the bar was built so he had to demolish the bar to get these out so i you know i've seen it on his on, on his where he put it at so i guess he got away with you know making a good transport i guess you could right. say um but yeah definitely ceramic i mean it it's has it ryan takes. utilized it has he cooked he uses this? it he does use okay. it he's nice. figured it he out does use it. Nice. i don't know if he's figured it out but he uses it well, okay. you know, to be honest, I think it's an art form, and uh, I, hopefully, when we have uh, Captain Ron back, um, so we can talk about you know getting the temperature up on on one of those and maintaining a temperature, because you know the one thing he alluded to was like you know he can get it to where it's two fifty and it stays at two fifty, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then again, we talked about doing pizzas, and he's like, well, it's at five hundred degrees, and then we lift the lid, and now you're going to seven hundred. Right. Now lift it to get lid again. Now you're going to eight or nine or a thousand degrees. To me, it's like it jumps so fast. So it's an art form, and you really right. have to work it and learn it. You ain't looking. That's right. right. You're going to have to learn it. And I, I think uh, Ron has uh, tutorial videos, and I think he does instructional classes and that type of stuff. So right. if you're getting into cooking in those style cookers, hey, by all means, check out Ron and uh, check out what he has to offer because, honestly, we, we don't have the experience on cooking those type of deals. I'd love to. Right. Yet. I we think, are going I think to Jan's going to have a lot of egg, If you want to maybe uh, <laughs> right, let, grab on the brisket to maybe uh, cook on one for uh, Right, yeah. BGE. Send us an egg. Two yeah. months or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. A couple years. Uh, to be honest, like, like the only experience I've had on it, we made fajitas, and we were cooking probably at, I don't know, 500 degrees, 400 degrees, I and mean, it was super hot. So the stuff wasn't on there very long. Um, and I was trying to like think, like, how did... So I, I, I mean, now looking back, and I'm like, maybe he didn't know how to get it to a lower temperature if he wanted to. Maybe he's like, well, I don't, all I do is get to 500. That's it. You know, I'm <laughs> right. not sure. But obviously, there's an art form to it, and hopefully, next time we have him on, he can kind of describe that because it's like lighting just a portion of mm-hmm. your lump in there, and then get letting it rise to temperature, then choking it back down. I think it's kind of the premise to it. Um, but yeah, I'd love to hear yeah, more. It's like anything else; you just kind of learn your grill. Well, I mean, these these Komodo grills, they've been around a while. I know he said 1970-something, but... Yeah, we're talking about like 60s, 50s. I mean, not 50s, but 60s, 70s. And I think this is this is something that uh, they've been using over in Japan, and I right. think this is where this kind of originated from. That's so. what I was leading, alluding to. It's, and I think it probably centuries goes, old. It goes further back than that. I think you can probably go back to people building their clay pots. and Basically using that to cook out of i mean so you could probably go back to like early early days but hey uh, you didn't join on the grabbing the brisket crew to find out all the 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 history and the science and the this true all science. that good stuff so september 24th 1321 science, exactly. science, science. <laughs> yeah just go ahead there's a, a nice modern invention for you folks out there called the wheel and i'm not trying to be super facetious or jackass or whatever <laughs> yes but, he is <laughs> uh it's called google you can just just type it in there just tick, 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 tick. that sounded super facetious and a little bit God, that sounded super <laughs> awesome mm. i'm sorry guys <laughs> 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 
No, a great interview. Again, I think James yeah. hit the Appreciate nail on it, the head uh, when we said we definitely want him back on again because mm-hmm. – uh, and really dive into it. So kudos to him. And uh, one of the things that he did – you know, his, his girlfriend is from Chicago. He's from New York. So obviously a little divide there. Mm. Um, a little bit. And I'm going to side with him on the pizza. I'm not a big Chicago fan, so I'm going to go oh, – pizza-wise, I'm going to go with the New York style for myself. Hmm. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Nice. I don't know that I've ever had a Chicago style pizza. Yeah. I'll make you one. I'll eat either yeah. one. Yeah. I, I came across an article uh, last week, and uh, I don't think I shared it, but I was going to share it about uh, foods that non-Americans are disgusted that Americans do. I thought you were going to say <laughs> few foods that start with the letter and Q. And one of them on the list was deep dish pizza. They're uh, disgusted by it. Yes. Why? traditional uh, italian uh pizza they're, they're like this is this is not this is an abomination this is not pizza. well they can suck it well we're not from chicago mm-hmm. right yeah. that's all it means right. that's their style mm-hmm. so i did you say it james i didn't i don't think i said it said what? i didn't say it my name is jane i didn't say it did you say it john i don't know what we're talking about so my name i guess is not I did I'm not James. say my name is Jan. No. I'm just kidding. I'm Jan. I think we're rolling into the 90 second beer review. Woo! We're getting like a Ric Flair. Mm. Woo. That was the <laughs> best one yet. Yeah. We're getting better. Solid. I like our uh, back form on that one as we're all trying to get away from the, the microphone. Yeah, we're trying so to we're not, not blow up so y'all's eardrums. We've blown up a couple speakers here the uh, last couple of days. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're trying to get there. So this is a cream ale, and that's all it's written on the can. So I'm guessing it's called Cream Ale uh, from Saloon Door, another Saloon Door brew. So I'm excited. Every time I get something from them, I am excited. And it's in a crowler, so Jan, you can describe if you can if you want, but That's it's great. a giant silver, mm-hmm. silver bullet. Basically, yeah. Maybe yeah. we can. Uh, maybe they're uh, open for a name suggestion for their beer. Yeah, let's taste it and give them a name. Cream ale. Uh, yeah. Grab them brisket cream ale. I think hey, well, so. speaking of that, be, you know, looks like, um, a, looks like a silver sipper over there. Is what it looks like. <laughs> so one of the cookoffs we were at was um, we met the girl. Her brother was a cook at. Um, was it Carbock, I believe it was? Yeah, that was a cook-off with the... Yeah. That was and, a Chicks of Smoke cook-off. And they said, like, you know, once uh, when somebody's employee of the month, they get to name a beer. Mm-hmm. Like, that's pretty cool. And I think he came up with the... Uh, Crawford Bock? Crawford Bock, yeah. That's pretty solid. I did not know yeah, that. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Saloon Door now. All right, let's go. There's a 5% alcohol by volume, and that's all I can get off the can. Hey, John, if you don't mind, is there any way that you could post that artwork for the people... Sure. Show sure. them what we're dealing yeah. with. I mean, it's absolutely. Just, yeah. yeah, it looks like a silver can with sharpie written on it. Yeah. Like, can you tell if it's the same handwriting from the same person on these two different cans we've had today? I'm I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just glad it wasn't me because if I was writing the stuff on there, I would like try to spell a word, and I'm like, shit, I messed that up. Let me scratch that out. <laughs> Scribble marks. Let me go down below. Like, don't look up, up here. I've scratched that out. I'm no, going down arrow. below. See the arrow? arrow? Arrow goes here now. Yeah, yeah perfect. Uh, let's right, talk so about the cream smell out. of this thing. Let's, let's do it. Drive-by. Drive-by smells good, man. It smells creamy. It does. Well, this is like a... This is like a cinnamon roll with no cinnamon. I was about to say the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a creamy... Uh, 
but less alcohol. You, there's not, not not a big alcohol kick in this one. So you've already tasted it. We haven't tasted it. We're talking about the smell. They just now tasted it. Okay. I'm going to taste it. <laughs> this is the portion of the uh, podcast where we go into ASMR. So mm. you folks that are listening with the headphones, just tune in. Strap in your seatbelts because it's going to get delicious. Jesus. This is a cream ale for sure. Oh, man. This is, this is really good. Mm-hmm. This is better than the uh, 7.9 I gave earlier. I would have to agree with you. Yeah, I, I liked the cinnamon roll we tasted a little earlier. This is good. Wow. <clears throat> All right, I'm just going to go right off, off and I'm yeah. going to start the score. Well, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Michael Irvin. An 88. Wow. It's between 1 and 10, bro. 8.8. 8.8. 8.8. Okay. 8.8. I thought you said 88. Well, it is, but 8.8. Uh, that's a great score, James. Good for you. You know what? Good for you. I like this. Let me give you a little. Hmm. Well, unlike you guys, I actually like the uh, the cinnamon roll one better than this one. I yeah. think I'd probably give this one. It's still good though. I'd give this one a seven point one. Seven one. Mm-hmm. You okay. probably could do a seven two. Okay. No, definitely no. not. Okay. It's way not. I way too purposely like, buried I mean, point one seven point okay. one. Well, you weren't in the sixes on the okay. cinnamon roll one, were you? No, no. He gave the cinnamon roll a pretty high... Yeah, I think it was eights. Oh, I yeah. thought he said Low you eight. like this one better than the cinnamon roll. No, I'm the one who doesn't like this oh, one Oh, okay. Yeah. I miss her. Cinnamon roll is a little more distinct, but this is a smooth, flavorful, hey, creamy like, beer. What's, what's the... Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you there, John. This is what you do. Um, what's the... Uh, what's it? It's like a... Uh, I can't think of it. It's like a smooth... Like a smooth operator. I feel like this beer is so... Smooth. It's it is. So, it's just uh, a. It's a perfect like it's a classy, word. Classy, classy, just creamy. Drink smooth. A, the drinkability is at a fifteen. That's right like now. grabbing the brisket suggestion for the name of this beer. What was the uh, smooth alcohol? operator cream ale? Yes. What was the alcohol? That's con- what it is. Content on this one. It's only five percent. Five percent. Maybe so, maybe we should tell them that it's a, it's a smooth, smooth operator operator cream ale. I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you want to give a score? Or you want me to? I do want to okay, go ahead. Go for it. <laughs> I do. Uh, so I earlier I gave the, the cinnamon roll a seven point nine, and it was mm. really good. This eight point six. It's an eight six. Mm. It's Love an eight it. six beer. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. And we keep talking about this one we just did. So if you haven't already seen it, head to our YouTube uh, page and check out our Texas cinnamon roll review because that was a great beer, uh, and we, you get to see our faces, which is yeah. It is what it is, but uh, this for beer, some of y'all, yeah, yeah, and yeah, Alden will be there too. Damn it! Uh, yeah, I'm I'm with Jan. This is I like this one even better. I liked the last one. Last one was great. This one is really great. I'm gonna give this a eight point one. Mm. <laughs> Solid. Yeah. That's a great. It's a great score. Yeah, it, yeah. If, if these folks at Saloon Door, hopefully they're listening. If I don't know what their footprint is outside of the greater Houston area, mm-hmm. uh, outside of Texas, but if they're not out there trying to get that beer out there to other people in this country, um, it's a disservice to the United States. I mean, this beer needs to be out there. Yes. It's phenomenal. It's great stuff. Get it out there or you are anti-American. You heard James say it. <laughs> 
Like, I'm not sure what the legalities are for shipping beer, but I feel like if we could get some really good responses out, I'm going to go buy one of these and dry just dry ice it, and I'm going to ship it off to you so you can have it yourself. I we definitely need to send a, a, a crowler to Dusty. Yeah, I think he's one wanting to try sure. some. Yeah. Uh, who didn't give a score yet? James. I have not. Alden. No, James did. Oh, is that up to me? Yep. Just you. Man, I did like the uh, cinnamon aspect from the other one. This one is a lot smoother to drink. A little less alcohol. A little less alcohol. A lot less alcohol. And it's something I could actually buy more often. Dude, this is... Well, you gave... Hold on. What was your score on the last one? Nine. A nine even. Okay. Just making Mm. sure we're... Yeah, where are we going with this? I want to hear this. This is... I'm actually... I'm riveted. I am. Yeah. It's like a good book I can't put down. Uh-huh. 9.8. A 9.8. What? Eight. Oh, what? A 9.8? I love it. I love uh, this guy. Uh, okay. First of all, your 9.0 was so rookie, to be, to be honest. So 9.8. And then a 9.8 for this one. It's, this is not a 9.8. Throw that a, Bud Light out. Start that's drinking this every day. I appreciate your, your valued opinion. And the fact that you just rated the other one, the one that we all know, the ridiculous AF, should have been... And in the top. I don't like chocolate. <laughs> okay. Well, that. Hey, he hey, likes it is beer. what it is. Hey, yeah, I, I appreciate that I, I score, Alden. I get it, guys. Man, Man this one is going like, to land solidly, yeah. probably in the top five. Not that yeah. I don't like chocolate. That's just. Yeah. I remember that next time you eat chocolate, anything. I'm like, nope. I'm well, have you ever, have you ever seen me eat chocolate? It doesn't matter. <laughs> you chocolate cake? Out of your hand. Chocolate ice cream? Out of your hands. Kids m M&M, I'm just get, saying. You're getting slapped. Our top 10, if you guys haven't seen our top 10, it's on our website. Uh, for beers, it's all saloon door. It's going to be all saloon door. Yeah, hopefully, God, dang it. Ho- you know, hopefully, hopefully not, because I do want to bring some other people in. Yeah. Um, so I need y'all to start liking some of the sour beers I bring. That would be great. That. Yeah, sour beers suck. Stop bringing those sour beers. <laughs> other brewers out there, uh, if you guys want to chime in and send us some beers to review, all for it. Right, belly up, y'all. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right, next week, I think we'll try the pickle beer. Yeah, we'll do that. Love it. Which one? It's the uh, best made one. The best from, made one. Best made. Uh, Dallas Brewer. Yeah, Fort somewhere Worth. Can't yeah, think of the name. Fort, Fort Worth. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, okay. So we just concluded. We did. The. The. 92nd Beer Review. Man, we're good at this. <laughs> yeah. Just like that, I quit my day job. I think we should yeah, quit well, right now. Yeah. I think we're it's literally sounds... like two seconds away from quitting the day jobs. <laughs> two, hey, two seconds away from oh, like I meant being the podcast. <laughs> I meant That's the podcast. what I asked. Yeah. Hey, Alden just bought a new truck, so he's <laughs> got a... I mean, Alden got old money. <laughs> I can sell my house, dude. Don't worry about that. We my live truck's paid off. Yeah, yeah, I'll live in the truck. Too. I'll just Love set up it. John's tent that I'm still borrowing from him. Mm-hmm. But the, I tell you in, what. In the back. And we're good yeah. to go. Last time you set it up, you broke it. So if I could find a CJ a CJ seven for the right price that I'm looking for, I'm going to purchase one. Just saying, that's happening. It's cheap. Mm-hmm. So you're welcome. I thought you were saying like uh, CJ seven bingo. <laughs> I thought you were yeah, going to say Bingo C- has C in it. <laughs> yeah, just you know how the CJ7 is a bingo. Guys. So the Come cinnamon on. roll yeah, has really effed James up because he doesn't even know how bingo works. <laughs> it's not bingo. Yeah. Bink Joe. Although Plinko was a solid game. Plinko was the best one. Uh, what's 
freaking what's, what's the name of that game show? Know. Bob Barker. Bob Barker. Yeah. Plinko. Price is right. Price is right. Price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> Plinko. I love yeah. It. Well, I love it. And so I do yeah, love you know James's new shirt, by the way. That motherfucker is solid. It is. Speaking James of solid, tuckied out right now. Hey, thinking of uh, thank John because. Yeah. He uh, got the shirt for all of us. Mm, he did. Thanks, John. I Except for own, Matt. Matt as well. is not a Montucky fan. No, not really. <laughs> right, speaking of solid, can we roll into barbecue wins? Barbecue wins. Sure. Barbecue wins. And I think Matt has a solid barbecue win this week. He probably does. Uh, and before I steal his thunder or anything Do your else. thing, Jen. Uh, Matt's going to come off and he's going to tell you that he just did something so right. I'm just kidding, Matt. Uh <laughs> No, and, and and he probably did, uh, but I will have a barbecue win coming up, I, and I can't wait for this. I may share this with everyone. I may do a video or whatever, but I'm ordering some fresh alligator in, and my hope, I hope I don't ruin it or whatever else, but uh, and maybe some turtle. You ever have turtle? No. Uh, it's I've had turtle once in my life, but I'm going to do some, some alligator, We'll, we'll barbecue it. We'll do something with it. Hopefully, it's a barbecue win. If it's not, everybody gets food poisoned, sick, then we'll obviously be at barbecue fail. Can't wait for this. So, look for that to come up. Um, sorry, Matt. Well, hey, while we're talking about weird meats to eat, the uh, what I cooked this uh, past weekend was uh, goat ribs. So, if, if you're a fan of goat, you would have really liked it. If you're not a fan of goat, you probably did not enjoy it. Yeah, so, so describe the... Um, so, so you get a rack, right? Uh, yep. Rack. Very, very thin meat on the ribs themselves. The ends of the ribs had a little bit extra on there. Kind of like if you look at like one of those um, like lamb chops or whatever. It's got you know like the rib with a little yep. meat on the end, mm-hmm. but it was much, much smaller. Rack of lamb. But it did have a pretty similar taste to like what you'd expect lamb. And I seasoned them up with uh, James's little special concoction of SPG. And then I tried to go with like a more herby flavor on this one so a lot of thyme and you know oregano and those kind of flavors on it and uh earthy very earthy flavors yeah trying to complement that you know goat kind of more gamey flavor what what was your what was your cook time on this man it uh it cooked really quick i probably should have pulled it at an hour but i think i left it on for about an hour and a half and i think the internal temperature was like some like 210 degrees or something okay. like that one so a, it, it, it was tender this is I a barbecue would, fail or no. a barbecue win well when i probed it i thought i was gonna be talking about it in the fail section but uh it actually came out it actually came out pretty good so really? i mean you, you probably could serve this as like medium rare which is what i was trying to go for but it definitely ended up more like medium well done or you know it was it was very well done but uh it's it still tasted pretty good nice yeah. nice I, i've never read reviews Go ahead. I said I heard some rave reviews about it. Your wife mm-hmm. was saying it was fantastic. Yeah, my wife loved it. My buddy Jared, he's been snacking on it all week. He took it like to work with him or something like that. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely I, been enjoying it. I, I'm not a big rack of lamb or a, a I, it's something about it. It's just a. I love that game shit. <laughs> it's not gamey to me. It's just a different. It's off putting. It's kind it's of earthy, not, isn't not it? Lamb. No, I know what he had. I'm just saying. I, I for me, why like that. The goat, we had goat. Goat, yep. Yeah, I think goat, and, and there's a little bit of a, not misconception or whatever, but the, the goat and the lamb, two different flavors. Like, I, I, and I've never really personally, I've never had the, the, the goat ribs, 
but I've had like goat pretty much like whole smoked. Yeah. Just like you do in a whole hog. Mm-hmm. That stuff was delicious, dude. Really? I'm not even gonna lie, dude. I mean, I that was stuff was delicious. Well, it's definitely nice. got a whole different uh, smell and everything. I had it sitting on the uh, the table around everybody uh, outside, and uh, John's wife Denny, she's sitting there, and I see her kind of scoot her chair back a couple feet and sit down. She's like, "Yeah, it's got a pretty strong smell to it, so it's definitely <laughs> different than your uh, normal barbecue." Yeah, I don't know how I had it, but I know, uh, you know, uh, Becky, uh, Laura's friend, yeah, West, yeah. Uh, Becky West, or her well, uh, husband, West. correct, her husband, and we're at their house, and I mean, they they literally like they strung up the uh, goat in the the back patio and dressed it, all that stuff like that, and they cooked it, and they brought the meat in onto the I think inside onto the. Um, the the island or the uh, the yep. kitchen, and it was basically like pulled pork. It was like just shredded meat everywhere. So you start picking and pulling or whatever. That stuff was good. I don't know what they seasoned it with. I don't know what they. I don't even think they even injected it or whatever. But uh, uh, that stuff was delicious. It's so fresh, probably. God dang, yeah. y'all making me hungry. What they do like Mexican yeah. style? Was it like spicy? I think it was like yeah, Mexican I, style. I was thinking that after I tried mine, I was like, I definitely want to try some spice next time. Hmm. That's uh that's a barbecue hey, win, man. Great job, buddy. Hey, congrats. Yeah. Okay. What'd you cook it on, by the way? Uh, I cooked on a Traeger. Oh, that does sound yeah, that's good. Awesome. Well, I was thinking I wanted to cook it in an oven. I thought Traeger's like an oven, so threw cut, it in there. Cut. <laughs> cut. <laughs> well, you know what? It is like an oven. It and is. It's also like smoking. And if you mean else, that right? it holds a perfect temperature, you are right. Yeah. Hey, and it gave that's it just was... the right amount of smoke. Well, I don't know what the right amount, but it did give us some smoke. <laughs> um, no, I think that's that's fabulous. Uh, I I am looking forward to having my uh, barbecue win. And and truthfully, I wasn't trying to steal your thunder earlier, Matt. So yes, he was. Um, hey, I just totally it popped okay, in my head. Totally forgiven as long as I get to try some of it. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. So well, maybe we try it a couple of different ways. We'll do like uh, smoked. I mean, we'll do. Uh, I mean, fried for me is like fried alligators. The bomb. It's pretty good. So, uh, that's, yeah. So, hopefully, look forward to that. Hopefully, I can order some in and get it in in time to do the next one or something. Yeah, so, uh, special thanks to Captain Ron for joining us along. Hey, we appreciate you guys uh, tuning in. Hey, stay away from the Coronas. Stay away from the UFOs. Apparently, the aliens are landing. I, I don't know. Stay away from the blue water in South California. <laughs> exactly. Right, right. That's where the aliens laid eggs at. Just saying. Stay away yeah. from Jan. Stay uh, away from Jan. Uh, stay away from Alden. I don't know where he's at right now. but uh, He's staying away from us. He's staying away from us. So They got the Ronas. Hey, guys. Uh, check out the uh, the website. Check out the, the social media, the YouTubes, and all the videos that we have. We appreciate the guys listening along, and thanks, guys. Peace. Boom. Later, guys. Another one in the books. Out. Just grab them in the brisket.